Hello everyone and welcome to We Are Essential Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Carol Gardens Nannies Association from Brooklyn, New York. I am your host, Sandy. I have 18 years experience as a professional nanny slash housekeeper slash home aide. And I'm a proud member of Carol Gardens Association. We will be discussing challenges and stress that we face. And we have one special guest joining us today from Carol Gardens Association. And her name is Sharon. Welcome, Sharon, to We Are Essential podcast. Thank you, Sandy, for having me here today. It's a pleasure to be in the atmosphere for the podcast for Carol Gardens. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little more about you and how long you've been a domestic worker. Trust Sandy. My name is Sharon. I've been a domestic worker for 25 years. I've been a housekeeper slash nanny slash caretaker of others and slash, you call it like a motivator for the parents. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Very good. I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> So, have you? did you like your job from over the years? Not really. So, you had difficulties in between? The beginning. So, now, your job that you're doing, how do you like it? Now, the job I'm doing, nanny slash housekeeper, is very productive until you have to discuss money. Oh, I see. And how long you are with this employer, this current employer? My current employer is it's like a hold on, I'm holding on for somebody, uh-huh. but I'm not working right now because uh-huh. it's so difficult to get a job that pays you for what you're worth. Yeah, I know. And it's hard right now and with everything going on in the country, it's even harder, right? So um, could you tell us a little bit about your experience from the beginning and what hardship you went through from the beginning when you started? When I started, it was in 2001. I came up and I got switched to my friend's job. Mm-hmm. It was a living in. $300 a week. Mm-hmm. You, have, you had to take care of the entire family uh-huh. and plus nanny. Uh, I took it because I wanted to be humble. But at the end of the day, it wasn't satisfying because it's so much pressure. Yeah. And if I'd stayed in my country, I'd be a better person. <laughs> I can tell, yeah, sometimes that happens because I too, I used to do living and I know how frustrating that was. I used to go in like Monday morning and I don't come out until Friday evening and it was very frustrating to be in the household 24-7 and so much they expect of you. Sometimes you do your job and you think you're finished and you have to come back up again in the night and do some more. So I know what you're talking about and what you've been going through. Especially the Fridays when you have to go. You make sure they go out before you go. And it's common courtesy. You came up early the Monday. Uh-huh. At least let you go the Friday at 10 o'clock. Yeah. But that's, no, yeah, it was that's never. Summer. Yeah, that's some it, of the um, yeah. challenges domestic mm. workers face. Definitely. And it could be hard at times, really. So um, I want to talk to you of Beside the stress, how do you manage? What do you do when you work in that atmosphere? What do you do? Like, like for me, I will just pray. They say prayers help. 
And, and now in modern times, they say uh, you can do yoga, you can do meditation. Does that work for you? Not necessarily. Prayers work for me, but I had a goal because I had three kids and I always wanted better for them. I wanted them to be 20 steps ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So my motivation was my kids. I came here to make sufficient because they're going to college in Canada, even though they had grants and scholarship, but I just wanted to be comfortable, not to work, get distracted from the studies and keeping my tongue tied because <laughs> Caribbean people can see a lot, especially when you have a different language. Yes, I know, and sometimes it's hard for them to understand Stand. our culture. Yeah. Okay, so um, at one time, Sharon, I, have been, I work with a family, uh, was the nanny for a little boy. He was a sweet boy. He was special. He had what you call it. It wasn't Down syndrome. He had uh, the other word for it. ADD? ADD. And the parents denied it because the doctor had told her that she um, need to check the child and she didn't want to put any labels on him. But he was very sweet and I had to show him how to eat. Even drink water was very hard for him. Normal eating like fries and stuff that little children do, he couldn't even eat it. You know, you have to coax him. The only thing when I met him, the only thing he would eat was oats. You make it for him, he'll eat it down in no time. But other things, it was hard trying. But I still did did it with him, and I enjoyed, you know, the experience with him going out with him, taking the train to go to his um, little um, piano lessons and whatever. And he would enjoy the train rides, mm -hmm. like the Long Island Railroad and stuff. So it was very nice, and it was important that you have that extra special time and patience with them, and they get better. So eventually he got better. So what, what experience you had that make you have a joy to dealing with children? Well, my long-term job after I left the, the stressful one, it was easy because the parents were more open to different cultures and they accept me for who I am and my qualifications. Although they didn't know it, they just saw I had, you know, the ability to manage the household without them giving me any lectures and demands. Mm -hmm. It was a smooth sail until I went to a different parent and she was intimidated by me. Because yeah. when in the hotel industry, they taught you in order to trust somebody and see what's your wolf is through the eyes and the forehead. Yes. So some people don't like that. Yes. They feel intimidated. And then they make you the problem. Yes. But in the end, it turned out like she gave me great reviews yeah. that I was good for the kids because sometimes a Caribbean person come to American kid, it teaches them values, mm -hmm. kindness, humble, and to respect. Yes. I'm not saying all American kids are like that, yeah. but you give that Caribbean, feel. that feeling and how you were brought Experience, up. Yeah. So when they go out into the world, even on their jobs, even children I used to nanny, they always used to say, I taught them how to stand for myself in a nice and in a humble way. Yes. You know, don't be you know, bullied and nothing like that. Just be yourself and give them that eye contact. That's very good. Wow. That experience is great. 
working with um you have to have two abilities working with children and working with parents so you have to have that you have to like yeah try to, to flip it back and forth yeah yeah i understand but with the parents i was like not kosher mm -mm. you have to be forceful not like the train you have to be humble and kind yeah and speak in soft words mm -hmm. you know but stand your ground but if the parents, you have to use a different um, attitude tone, and yeah. tone towards yeah. them to make them know, listen, yeah. you know, that I'm doing, doing it, it yeah. is, is for your good. It's not yeah. for my good. It's yeah. for your good with later on in the years to come. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's nice hearing your experiences. Everybody experiences different. Definitely. And it's nice hearing from you. Thank you. I also want to know, um, I don't think I have this in here, but I want to know how long you've been a member of Carol Gardens. Just this year. I saw it on Facebook. I wasn't a member of that nanny group. I just saw it and I applied. <laughs> and they said the first priority goes to members. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. I see myself in my, I'm just saying that in my name, really? What, you're not a member? But I never got a response because I filled out the application for the course. Yeah. And I never get a response. And then a friend of mine sent me that same link. Yeah. And I said, but I filled out the application. I didn't get a response. What should I do? And she said, oh, the person said, just go ahead with the person you started. And I said, oh, attitude, attitude. But I didn't say it too, I said it to yeah. myself. Yeah. And I just sat down and then one day I was talking to a friend and she told me, I can get you Ben's number. Mm -hmm. And from then, I just went on speaking to Ben. And then that's how I got through. And I find it's a great, it's a great organization yeah. for nannies yeah. and, and, domestic and domestic workers and health aid. Mm -hmm. But we have to be open mind. Some of us come here, we do the course, it's great. But we have to be open minded and don't stay in that box. Yeah. Because yeah. there's more in that in organization. That you know, can go. it can extend you from not being a nanny mm -hmm. to be your own um, daycare. Yes. You know, work in the schools. Own business. Or Ask Ben, you know, mm -hmm. to help you organize something for nannies so them to evaluate from being a nanny. I'm not saying to stray away from nanny, yeah. but it could, it's a it's an organization that expands your knowledge yeah. to see the giant in you come out. Yeah, that's true. That's how I see the organization. And since you said that we shouldn't be in a box, mm -hmm. right? Since um, we have stress as being domestic workers. So do you think, as you said, um, we, should, we can expand rather than being in a box, right? He, he should assist domestic workers that experiencing stress, like have like yoga sessions every week or so, or every meditation ever so often. We could come together as a group. That's when we get to know each other and familiarize ourselves with each other. So it doesn't have to be often because everybody can't make every week, right? Mm -hmm. So we can have it like once a month, a, med a meditation session or a yoga session or a talk session just to help each other in the industry. Number one, a yoga section is the last thing. It's for um, to calm you down. But yes. One, we have to introduce, have it like a little session, mm -hmm. like from a book club. Mm -hmm. And in that book club, you get books to help us get out of stress mm -hmm. and listen to everybody's opinion. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different opinion, but we have to be strong enough to gather the information, everybody's inform, um, opinion, 
and wear it. Don't be judgmental. That's because some of us are judgmental. Very, very. And go back and talk about it with somebody. We mm -hmm. have to keep it within ourselves. Yeah. And then try to help the person that has the weakest opinion, mm -hmm. like for example, negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't want to be here. You know, my information. You have to try to embrace that person mm -hmm. and motivate her to see the good in her. Yes. And then pray. Yes, well, prayer is always. Pray for each other. Mm -hmm. The prayer against the person. Pray for the person. Mm -hmm. It's not no big prayer and falling in tongues. It's just, you know, call the most high whoever you believe in. Yeah. Because some of us have a tendency to, to throw out our religion. Yeah. We are the religion. We are the church. Yeah. It's not a building. Right. So we have to learn that fact. Mm -hmm. And when you study the Bible and see what the pastor say, you know, you study the Bible for yourself. Exactly. And you learn word for word. Yeah. And then that's how I got that experience to see the person on a different level, not what the pastor said. Exactly. And we all have a tendency because you're not in my church or you're not a Christian. No. We in that that we have that little group just to help people get out of that stress level and then that's where yoga forming to strengthen that person. Okay. Or, or meditation. Some or meditation, people, yeah. yeah. Some people, or some people are not into meditation, so we have to learn to respect that. Mm -hmm. So just and some a, people are not into Christianity. So you have to learn to respect that. Yeah. So we so, have to hear the level and where they come from and what they think about religion. But me, religion is a thing. Church is you. Mm -hmm. Heaven is you and earth right now. That's how I see it. But, but some people don't see it like that. Because you have to, because Christians, I was one of them, we like to point fingers. Mm -hmm. You're not in the church. You're not in our congregation. Mm -hmm. You're not being a Christian at that moment. That's how I see it. Because I don't want to bring religion mm -hmm. and get all mm -hmm. let it blow out of proportion. When Jesus was going around, did he have a, a house? No. Mm -hmm. Did he point on this one and that one? Mm -hmm. He spoke to everyone. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. have to learn. Sometimes we get so swell-headed and what we read in the Bible, but we have to go in depth in order to sell it for somebody that's not in your religion. So right. that's sometimes you have to keep your religion and just talk about life, life. And then you creep it in slowly, you know? Because okay. sometimes your, your meditation and my meditation are totally different. Yeah. So it's just, true. you know, they say a word of prayer in your Allah, whoever, yeah. and respect it because we all serve the same one person. Right. Just different names. Right. But then we have at Carol Garden, we have our organization have this thing where we have to respect each other despite your religion or anybody's religion right we should always come together by being kind peaceful and loving to each other that's the first that's mm -hmm. the first because jesus believed in that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so being respectful and giving each other a chance to talk and listen you know, sometimes people will say, oh, I don't want to be here. But then if you listen and you think about it, maybe they have other problems. So you can bring them aside and you can have a little talk with them. So what's mm -hmm. going on, mm -hmm. you know? And even then, if they believe 
you have a in Christianity, you have a prayer with them. If they believe in meditation, you have a little meditation mm -hmm. session with mm -hmm. them. So it this it depends. It depends. Okay. But the first, it's a person. Yes. Tell about the person. Yes. So the first thing though is treating each other with kindness, equal, and respect. Mm -hmm. You know, have that patience to deal because sometimes somebody could flip you off. You know, you, you say hi to them and they in a different mood and they change your mood. But then if you think about it, you, you can't let that interfere with your day or whatever, you know. You just have to say a silent prayer for the person because without cutting you short, when I first came to America, I was brought up to tell everybody good morning. It's good. I was told to tell, I was brought up to tell everybody good morning. It doesn't matter skin color, denomination, just say good morning, say kind to somebody because you never know. And I came to America, hi, good morning, I'll help an old person on the street, you know. And the response I got, I'm like, I used to cry. Yeah. What am I doing so much? Until I help a blind lady and she tell me the F word and I'm like, I am only helping you. <laughs> but I, I forgave her yeah. until I went to a mental, it took me a long time to forgive until I went to a mental health. Mm -hmm. um, no, a mental health, like a, a community thing they have for everybody to come in and listen. Yeah. And this, the moderator was saying, for example, blind people, you cannot touch anybody yeah. because you don't know what's going on in their life. You right. don't know if they were abused. Yeah. And especially a blind person, you can't just go and say, can I help you and touch their shoulder? Yeah. No, they will shout and curse you. Yeah. The elbow, you reach out and you touch the elbow. Mm -hmm. And, and then so they respond to you and say, sure, can you help me cross the street? And then, um, here I am all those years mm -hmm. talking about that lady that cursed just for helping her mm -hmm. and didn't understand the language mm -hmm. to approach her to help her cross the streets. Yeah. So sometimes... And that, that goes to say, what they have a saying, you live and you learn. learn. <laughs> it took me a long time to learn. Yeah. <laughs> but I was does. skeptical of helping people yeah. because of the response. Yes. And I, you know, you get like, it's something you want. By saying good morning and being nice. Yeah, I too had that experience, being able to help someone. Sometimes they're not sure how they're going to respond to you when you go up to them to help them. So sometimes they keep quiet, but then first you have to listen, look and assess before you approach. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the way we should go. To end the session, I would like to thank you for coming. It has been a pleasure talking to you. I got a lot of experience. I got a lot of wording from you. I learned a lot. And I just want to thank, um, thank you for listening to Essential Podcast. Today's guest, Sharon. Thank you for having me. And I hope we carry, just end it here, but to carry it on to other members and just make it a bluffing like all parents and all People who work for us just listen to Carol Garden's podcast to understand us as people. Okay. Thank you. I'll have to bring it to Ben's attention, what we spoke about today, and hope that we can get it into flourishing and see what we can get to help our members a little more with the stress in dealing in jobs. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to We Are Essential podcast. Today's guest was Sharon. 
If you are interested in Carol Gardens Nannies Association, feel free to contact us at Carol Gardens Nannies Association on Google or visit our Instagram page at CGA underscore NPC. This podcast is produced by Hero with music composed by Sydney and cover design by Krithi. Thank you for listening and we look forward to seeing you next time.